All right, it's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farnvar, and tonight's episode is the return of our first guest and my dear friend, Chris Bader. Also riding shotgun is the amazing Patty Vasquez. I want to give a shout out to Scott Shapiro. I know some of you guys have heard about me being a lawyer, but if you have been injured on the job and need compensation, you may be entitled to payment that you don't know about. Not only payment for while you have medical treatment, but payment while you're off work and other compensation as well. Attorney Scott Shapiro has been helping injured workers for over 20 years in Chicago. Call him at 312-648-8800 or email him at scott at scottshapirolegal.com. The law offices of Scott B. Shapiro are a full-service law firm, and in addition to workers' compensation cases and work injuries, the law office can handle any and all of your legal needs, including entertainment law. All consultations initially free of charge. So do not take a chance and wait. Once again, 312-648-8800 or check out his website at www.scottshapirolegal.com. Call Scott today. And now for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. It's time for Singles Only. My name is Paul Farvar, riding shotgun, the voice of reason, the queen of common sense, uh, Patty Vasquez. Thank you for having me. Is that okay, that intro? I, see, I didn't judge or anything. I, nope. I, I'm leaning into it. I'm accepting it, embracing it. Thank you for the compliments. I, I just wanted to take the pressure off. Uh, it's really hot in this room, so I wanted to keep it just cool. I'm fully chill. hydrated. I'm ready Excellent. to go. Excited and for this interview. I'm excited, too, because uh, I've been wanting to have... Uh, this this guy on for a while. He did our first podcast. We're, we're dear friends. We've known each other for God knows how many years. Over 20 years. It's pretty scary. Um, Chris Bader. Comedian Chris Bader. How old is this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the first one. This is, I think we've been doing it for two years. This We've done over, we're almost uh, hitting 100 podcasts uh, soon. And you were the very first one. It was oh. just me and you talking. So Come that on, was when man. I was single? That was when you were last okay. single. And then you got... Then you were in a relationship. Now you are single again, correct? I am, yeah. Okay. Luckily for everyone out there. <laughs> that, that you're single? Yeah. I mean, for like all the girls. <laughs> the, wait, I'm confused. That don't have to be a relationship or that they can have a relationship? No, that they can. Because I'm back on the market. But I see. I was like, just trying to piece It's been together. a long wait. Yes. River <laughs> Nurse Most Wanted. <laughs> no. It's like it's a supply and demand thing. That's you cause a demand. How are you single? Now, this is clearly by choice for you. I feel like cuz you were in a serious relationship for what, 2 years? Is that- I was I was with someone who was very important to me. We were together for 2 years. I I was I talk about it in my stand up. I, I was 35. She had just turned 31 and I was unsure about getting married but we were very acclimated with each other's families and stuff. And I didn't want to rob that person of her prime years. So I made the decision because I had like just doubts, not only about us, I just had doubts about like marriage. Like I just wasn't sure. Yeah. I I'm 35. I feel like I'm 25, which is probably wrong for me to think that, but that's just how I feel. You look so 45. I just want to I look 45. Wow, um, did not see we're that friends. coming. Okay. Um, it's okay. <laughs> you look you look good some weeks, and bad most. Um, this is our relationship. Okay, but, but I just 
you know, and I did, I was in a different spot, I guess. I mean, I see my sister and like her daughter and like my, I come from a family that like family is very important. Right. But I just wasn't sure. And I, I came very clean and I told her and it was very hard. It's still hard. I still think about her all the time. I haven't made the mistakes that cliche people go back and go back and go back. I haven't done that at all. It's very hard. Which is very respectful. Yeah, exactly. My biggest thing is trying to be as respectful as possible. But, um, yeah, so now here I am. And it's funny because you and and I are both in the situation we talk about a lot on on stage and when we hang out that all our friends are married and we're like, we're the, and you do a joke on stage, which I think is really uh, poignant in terms of I see all my friends are dead. Yeah. yeah, like they're dead, and also that you're you're like you're the gone. old man yeah. at the bar, like feeding pigeons. So like girls, like who wants a shot? Who wants a shot? Yeah, when you're like when you're going to like trying to creepy guy. Yeah, yeah, you go out. That's and you. Just, as I feel like the old man at the park, like feeding the birds. Yeah. Like when you're trying to give shots or something to like younger girls because <laughs> they're like what? And they're the birds. Like what are you doing? What? But now, like, and you and I have talked about it. You you do think you're still gonna get married, right? You definitely want to get married, or you're not sure. You know, if you put like a gun to my head and you were like, "What? <laughs> wow. Do you want to get married?" I would say yes, but I don't know when. Right. Like, and maybe I'm making. I don't know. It. Look, I'm not sure. But but it's <laughs> it's. I, I keep going back to these cliche things. Like, there's something bigger and better out there. That's not how I feel. It's just I. There's a lot of things I want to do like accomplishment wise like in my head everyone has like their own goals like like mini goals that they don't want to even say out loud like that i just i think i'm better off facing it alone right now and that can change because you can run into someone who's like-minded helps you get those goals i don't know like yeah but i'm not i'm definitely not ruling it out because i want to have kids i i love kids i i want to procreate like i think it's important but i also you know I have fears. Like I'm like at least once a day. I'm like, man, am I gonna be the old dad? Like, yeah. is that bad? Like, I don't know. Well, you'll always be ten years younger than you actually are. So that yeah, helps. especially with the yeah, especially with <laughs> what I have labeled myself. Right, you're only um, 25, so you've got. I'm only 25. Yeah, you've got another 30 years totally. to think about it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's just it's this thing that I go back and forth. You know, what's weird is, and we talk about it like our friends, and you know, you more than yeah. me because you're nine years older. Like, I my friends. I just went out with them this past Saturday, and they hadn't seen me do a set in probably two years. Mm-hmm. It was like my four best guy friends. I stood up in all their weddings, best man in two of them, and they they came out. Um, we had a drink at a like at a bar in River North, and then they're like, "Hey, you got to go, right? You have a show." I'm like, "Yeah." They're like, "Well, we want to come watch," and these guys are like, I mean, they're like six foot five, like really handsome, like these they like take over the room they all they're all married they have beautiful kids and it was just funny because it felt so good because we went out socially afterwards like we were out to like one o'clock and then like one guy's like i've been this out this late in the year i gotta take an uber back to elmhurst and <laughs> and like my buddy ralph just like jetted out of there but it was just cool because because you felt i did feel 25 right i was like oh my gosh we're back like you know and we weren't we weren't like hitting on women or doing anything like crazy we were just like sitting at the bar yeah. but it felt so good to and have your friends again. Yeah, that's why they, I guess that's why they say like your relationships are so important like, of your friends and stuff. Like I missed my friends. And then you start becoming friends with people who are single or people who just like have more time. But yeah. I also weirdly am really okay being alone. Like yeah. it's it's kind of weird. I don't think that's that weird. I really like it. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, you, lo- you I love, love it. I love coming home to my own bed like where nobody's there and just 
and just watch reruns of Webster and Cheers. It's it's pretty fun. Okay. Oh, Webster's wow. a, a latest thing. It's really, really a bad show, but it's so bad it's fun to watch. You don't like make girls watch that with you, do you? No, no, no. don't do that. Yeah, no. Please be conscious of that. Yeah. No, I, I ask what they want to watch. Cheers is one thing. I think that you could. <laughs> Cheers is good. Yeah. Nobody really sleeps over anymore. Like I really. <laughs> Man, <laughs> it's been it's been a pretty dry dry season. I'm not gonna lie. But, nobody um, <laughs> nobody wants to sleep over anymore. But now that you've been single for a while, have you gone like um? Cause uh, have you gone? I know you don't do use any of the apps or anything to meet people because you're just so like the okay. We're on our phones a lot as it is as human beings. You know, I have a day job. Like uh, I'm a partner in a bar group, so I, I my texts start at like six in the morning, oh. and I'm like responding to them. And I've done the apps in the past, like three years ago. I did the apps. It's just, I feel like it's like a full time job. Yeah. And it's like text, text. I, I, either that or my fingers will just stop working. So I'm not on the apps. You get the like friend thinks you should meet this person. Uh, I went out with somebody for a little bit for like a minute. Like we went on like five or six dates, like nothing like serious. Our like friends of friends knew of each other. Um, she was super cool. I, I yeah, I, I guess I started to like her. I thought she was nice and like out of nowhere, I got a phone call and it was like she liked phone calls, which is which for me was kind of weird too yeah. because like she was like call me. So, so okay. she was 50? There's no record now. There's no record. <laughs> no, was she was 30. She was 30. And, and she used the phone, a cellular she, well, phone. Well, she just said I like fo- I like phone calls more. So like oh, I wow. she just said should have kept her on. Yeah, we were like we were going to go with a group of friends. It was like in a week or two, we were going to go, like, I'll go to Florida for a weekend. And she called me and she was just like, uh, she's like, we should go as friends. And I was like, uh, what does that mean? Like, we've been hanging yeah. out and everything. And the first date she said to me, just so you know, I know you during your single years and I know you're kind of a player and I don't want to be treated like some side person. She's like, so I don't know what your interest is. I was like, I was like, honestly, I'm totally not over my girlfriend. Um, my interest is just I think you're really funny and like that's that's different for me because I haven't been with a lot of girls that are like absolutely hilarious like she's like hilarious and I was like I I don't really have an interest of like getting in a huge relationship right now like I like being by myself she's like okay me too but I just want to let you know don't treat me like shit. and then yeah then I got a phone call and I was just like I don't see us romantically moving forward which was like really <laughs> weird because the day before like everything was totally and I, I was just like, okay. And she said, but we should still be friends and we should still talk all the time. And I was like, absolutely not. Like, like <laughs> right. no offense. I was like, I'm, an, I'm mature. I'm 35. You're 30. You have so many friends. I have, have friends. so many friends. Right. Like, we don't need to, like, keep being friends. So that kind of bummed me out. Yeah. But it's probably karma. Like, yeah. you know, like, I, I had a wonderful, wonderful girl. And, like, I broke up. We broke up. And, like, I'm sure that's, like, just the tip of the iceberg of the karma that I'm going to get. <laughs> <laughs> There's more you karma. The universe, yeah, I think the universe is coming for me. Why do you think that? Because of the height. Well, but but you treated your ex with respect and like you, in a sense, you broke it off in a way and you don't you don't booty call her late at night or do Never. any shit. So maybe, I want to. I, I don't. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, it's like an easy, and not, yeah. she's not easy. It's an easy out. Comfort. If yeah. you will. And you see a lot of people do it. You know what's strange is where I live, my ex used to live. Uh, um, that's how I met her. In the elevator, I started stalking in her in the, the elevator. Building, She'd yeah. walk her dog, and I, I found out, like, I timed it during her lunches, and I would go and, like, try to make bad jokes in the elevator. And she knew. She's more of a reserved person, too. Like, later on, they talk yeah. about it. She's like, you were such a nerd. Like, all of a sudden, <laughs> you're showing up right when my, like, lunch Every break day. is. Um, 
But we had a doorman who's still there at my building. She lives in a different building, but his name is Richard. And he's such a nice guy. He's bit like, and he's about 75 years old. And he's this like five foot four, like cute black guy with this like mustache. And like he wears the whole doorman suit. The other guys don't. They're like lazy. Like, but he gets up when you go and like, and he's like, hey man, he's like, yeah, (laughs) no, he knew us really well. Like he'd see us. He's like, man, I was so sad, Chris. He's like, I was so sad when I heard. And I told him the truth, like why I broke it off. And he's like, I think about that every day. He's like, you are such a nice man. He's like, other people just let it go. Five, six years, they get married. And like, here I am getting advice from my, like, dormant relationship advice. Like, I'm talking to him. But he always brings that up. People have said that. There's a flip side. I'm sure she has a flip side, like, that piece of shit. Like, you know, but I had to. (laughs) But someone who's like, you know, there there wasn't any fights. There wasn't, like, a lot of bad stuff. It was just, I felt like there was, like, something missing. And I wasn't sure about marriage. I was kind of scared yeah i think well you were there, you were it's 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 the point in their life where it's like you either go forward or you move on well patty you're married yes and you've been married for 18 how many years, years. 18 and with years. the same guy for 23 yes holy cow okay <laughs> <laughs> but is it true because so my married friends and people have been married like 10 15 years yeah. or like longer they say um everyone tries to prepare you're never ready you're never really ready and you're never really ready for kids like you can't plan something like that it just right i think he was waiting for the right time he kept thinking i need to make be making more money i I have to have more money to buy her a nicer ring so we were walking through marshall fields that's how long ago it was and i said in case you're wondering that one's on sale for 500 dollars. i mean like oh yeah my engagement ring cost 498 dollars I mean, so just so he knew that I wasn't like, I didn't, there wasn't any sort of yeah. big thing that had to happen. I, we needed to have those conversations. But yeah, people think, oh, plan for kids, you know, my whole, anyway, yes. People think they have to be at a certain place. You're never Financially ready. or professionally. Yeah. And if you know you want to be with somebody, then you be with them. That's, that's how I came at it. He was like you, thinking I need to be something else. I want to accomplish all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah. I'm, along for, thinking, you, like, I'm along for your ride, man. No, no but, if Did she didn't, fuck up? but if she didn't make sure that you felt comfortable and like she was prepared to help you get to you know where you need to be in life, you know, or, or that who you are now is who she wants to be with, then that's that's on both of you. You know, there's just like you remember the faces of your friends when they were getting married, like the excitement, like like or fear, some yeah. or, or fear. <laughs> I, I mean, right. I've seen both. But you have to, you have to, in my opinion, in my like opinion on this marriage, which I'm single, not married, but it was, you have to be, have an excitement about it too. Like I want to marry this person. Like I yeah. want, I really want to do this. You, like, you, you have to imagine it and be excited about exactly. it. Exactly. Yes. And I wasn't. And I, and, I, and, and like, I could have gone either way, but I, there was, I wasn't. So there was no way with a person this great, I was going to destroy them. Like, yeah. because something goes off the rails later. Now, am I? A worry wart, like overly analytical person, like totally. That's what a therapist is for. But like, <laughs> but like, I am for sure. But I, I mean, right now, I'm I'm pretty happy. I haven't been this happy like in a long. Like, I'm pretty happy. I'm in a good spot. So that's good. Yeah. And the therapist helps. Yeah. <laughs> this is therapy in a way that's too. True. Right? It is. So, it is confession and therapy. So what about? Um, have you gone out on dates with girls where like people have set you up and you've just been like, oh my God, like how the fuck do I get out of this situation? You know, especially with your, st- I mean, you in River North, you are, you are involved in a bar scene. So 
people know who you are. So you, I mean, it's a small town. Everyone fucking. I just, the difference from three years ago when I was single to like now, and it's only three years in age, but like it, it's a lack of patience. Like for me, <laughs> like I just, like I'm like, okay, I have this routine. Like I want to go do sets on the weekends. And then if a couple of the guys want to meet up and have a drink, we'll, we'll go to one of my bars. We'll go to this dive bar that I go to and then we'll just do that. And if I run into somebody, great. If not, but like the idea of like getting set up, I used to do that like three years ago, four years ago. It's, people set you up with a lot of the wrong people and it just gets frustrating. I just didn't want to do I, I don't know. I haven't gone into that yet. Only because my time, my free time now that I didn't have like before because you're spending it with someone else, like I just like it. Like I, I don't know. I, I've just, I, but yeah, I haven't been set up on bad dates like before, like totally, like horrible horrible ones it, it and you think like what was my friend's wife thinking to think this would be a good idea it gives you a lot just, of feeling as to what they think about you well they yeah. also are just thinking their friends lonely yeah. and she's single and getting older and maybe this guy totally. <laughs> and, and your friends that are, like especially my guy friends who are married like they're just like everyone's been really super supportive first of all like way more supportive than i would have thought but it's also it, it seems almost like this gang that everybody wants you to join. Like you know, come out, do this. <laughs> like <laughs> Elmhurst is fun. Sure. Like there's yeah. like you know there's a there's a place that has pizza and beer down the street. Yeah. Like, I have an Uber like, coupon for you from the city. Yeah, yeah. like you just try it. Like you know, having kids is great. You're still at the age where they still invite you to stuff. My friends, because uh, like you said, I'm older. Like they don't even they used to invite me to all their kids' birthdays, and I just wouldn't go. It set a bad precedent or a good precedent, and now they're just like. I find out after the fact that they all hung out because we go to our annual trip. We're going to we go to see that we do our annual guys trip from my high school friends. We're going to see the Cubs spring training. We go every year. Ooh. But then I find out like they're like I'm like, oh, this is the first time we've all been together. But it's like they've seen each other like six or seven times without me, like with their wives. They go out on like their other trips that I'm not a part of. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, I thought this was our trip, but you don't get. You don't get, no. you're not at that point yet? I, I can't, well, I took your advice. So Paul told me, like, <laughs> this is like, this is like a year ago. We were just on the phone. He's like, wait, what'd you do? And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm you know, I'm at Nordstrom. I'm wrapping, my friend had a kid. I'm wrapping the gift. I can't make it to the, to the suburbs, but I'm going to, I'm going to hand him, you know, mail them the gift. He's like, dude, stop. And I, and I was like, why? He's like, if you do that, like you, first of all, you have so many friends. Second, like it's so much, like, just don't, you're not gonna be able to keep up. He's like they understand, and after a while, like he was right. But yeah, I was like, trying to keep. I, I mean, this is smart. like twelve gifts. Like yeah, like, only your niece. Friends, like yeah. like and for like all my friends. Like because I had like yeah. seven guy friends. I was like sending them gifts. So they, but here's the thing: they know I'm not going to go to the suburbs. Yeah, like they know. Just like you know. So they you're stop. right. Geographically, the ones I'm closest to are the ones that live here. And like West Loop, they have like my friends have like a walk up, and I go there and I hang out with them and their kids. I was there Sunday for like four hours, and I enjoy it. But the ones that have moved, you know, it's just but see that's but that's the reason not. I mean, that's a lot of pressure. Even though you're saying it's not, they're supportive. There is that pressure to you know you still want those friends to be a part of your life, but um, at least for me, it's like well shit. If I want to see my friends more. I need to have a serious girlfriend so I can go out with their their Yeah, that helped that helped me for a long time. I, technology helps you like when you're on these text chains. I mean, yeah. Text chains sure. weren't big like 5 years like now I'm on so many. I'm like get me out of these text chains. <laughs> <laughs> we turn on your phone, you have 80 messages yeah. cuz people are back and forth. And, yeah. 
so there's way i mean we keep in touch but i don't see like my friend ralph who lived in la when i was going to la a lot two years ago like i would see him more when he lived there with his wife than now that he's now he has a kid too as yeah well, now so. he lives in elmhurst yeah so yeah there's a thing you're gonna move to elmhurst soon maybe <laughs> i don't know i mean i'm having a good time <laughs> wow that was a that, i don't know how i can explain that expression that was a, it was a like a it was a smile with a little bit of tongue out through the teeth i feel like i, I know what he's talking about but i don't know if that's appropriate for this podcast what um <laughs> <laughs> what uh what do you see yourself and a good time's healthy by the way it's okay thank you i see yeah. i keep looking at patty i'm like am i doing this right yes <laughs> you're absolutely doing this right yes patty's supportive it, it, all your patty decisions. looks younger than you and me by the way so like i can't believe she has kids and she's been married for this long so <laughs> thanks want to say exfoliation moisturizing yes so what um what what are you gonna do what about your parents are they are they giving you a lot of shit now or do they give up because my parents are at the point they used to give me a lot of shit when i was your age about having kids and yeah your mom even meant like in the beginning when we started hanging out well paul who you know you wouldn't think is that much older than me he was and i didn't know i didn't know like there's like a tennis club that we belonged to when we were little and like I was little he was like older he's like a teenager and I reconnected with Paul in like 2009 and my mom was so happy because she thought <laughs> Paul was this great influence he was a lawyer because Paul's oh, a lawyer no. she's like Paul oh my gosh you're finally hanging out with good people because he's a lawyer and now she's and, like stop hanging out with but Paul. I remember in Florida 2010 we went and your mom oh, said yeah. Our families she, would go on yeah trips. And, and your mom mentioned she's like Bobak find someone for Paul yeah like she Chris's she name Bobak, yeah. yeah my real name is Bobak. my middle name is Christopher people would call me Balzac so I, <laughs> so, I know the feeling so uh so wait your mom, my mom said that to you. Yeah, my, your, I remember in Florida. Remember She's that like, Christmas thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She, she mentioned it. Like she would, she wanted to see. That's you. when she want. That's when they were still thinking that I get married. But now my They're, brother has three kids, and they're like, ah, fuck him. He's not gonna. So here's the thing that like scares parents- me. This is getting too serious. Is the like mortality of my parents? So right now, if I got married and I had kids, like part of the, a hundred percent, if one may have kids, like fifty percent is me. Like I want to have kids. The other fifty percent is I want to do it for my mom, like, yeah. and then as I get older, and to find like a clearer space, like I stop, I stop caring about what other people think or like doing stuff, yeah, based on like for my family or like what they would do is just like for, for me, yourself. like, but I that's that's my guilt. My guilt is for my mom and dad because they're seventy now, and you see them all of a sudden it's like zero to sixty, like they go to seventy, and I'm like, oh man, like yeah. dad walks with a limp, like mom, you know mom has fallen four times in two years like just weird stuff and i'm just like man i want to do it for them but since layla has a baby that helps but it doesn't you persian parents it never yeah. like they're just like they want more 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 so they do do they give you were they upset that you broke up uh, more- my mom still brings it up we were we were in, <laughs> my, my sister yeah my sister has a timeshare in cabo and my dad like is totally just quiet about it because my dad had he told me he said, everything that you thought you failed at when you're growing up, you got out of it. Like, you know what you're doing. You just have to find it your own way. He's like, I'm not worried at all. Mom, he's like, good luck. And like, you know, oh, like boy, your mom's yeah. crazy. But like, so my mom brought it up. Like we were in Cabo, like good family dinner. We're all there. My mom's like, you know, she's like, I wish your ex was here. Like, you know, yeah. she's oh, like, boy. You, 
Like she brings it up oh, a lot. Oh, that's the Like worst. my mom brings it up a lot. You know what's funny is my mom does that to my first girlfriend from 1999. Sure. Who after me became a lesbian briefly and like had kids and had Dude, all kinds of what issues. what do you do? And my mom is like, you know, she's the one that you should have married. I'm like, mom, it's like 20 years ago. Are you kidding me? My no, mom, my I'm, no still... I'm married and my mom still brings up ex-boyfriends. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. See, so like it's... It, it, the mom memory like. Yeah. yeah. My mom liked Derek better. So she did. She did. Steve, oh Steve, Steve knows that. She, yeah. He was very nice. Oh, that is so yeah. funny. Yep. So you're still getting pressure from them, and you have your friends, which is not real pressure, but there's still like the subtleties that you see them in their lives. But you're still you're on your path. Like your dad said, you'll figure it out. Yeah, that's another thing. I have a I have a sense, and maybe it's like the comedian in us, like because we've done we've like horrifically bombed in front of like 300 people before, like and you just like go to the next set but like i have this thing in me like a sense of fearlessness that's just like even the worst things that happen i'm just like i'll figure it out like yeah so it's just kind of yeah jump to the next ledge yeah are you uh so um are you like looking to avoid relationships now like have you have you you told the last? Have you gone out on dates and you're like, hey, I just broke up with my girlfriend. Although it's been quite a while. Like, yeah, it's been September. Like, yeah. so it's been it's, it's been, been a while. Months. But uh, no, I'm not looking to avoid. I just if you go, I feel like if you go like on. So it depends on what app you go on. You know, <laughs> in sure. today's day and age, like if you go on like Match.com or like eHarmony, yeah. they think like you want to. It's a find relationship. Someone, you know? app. If you go on like Tinder and Bumble. They're like, oh, let's have some drinks and, like, see what, you know. But I just, to be blunt, like, if I want to hook up with someone, like, eventually I'll run into someone and I'll do that. Like, I'm not really. Yeah. If I find a companion, like, someone to hang out with and and have drinks with and, like, it works out, it works out. I just stopped searching. Like, and I haven't given up. I'm not, like, anti. I'm just, hey, if you have someone, you're like, hey, Chris, you should meet her. Like, I will. It's a, there's a lot of patience. You brought that up earlier. It's it, there is when you get older, there's less and less patience for bullshit or just like drama. Sure. Like I, I had a situation with a girl, like wanted to hook up, and I was at a show, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm at a show. I'm gonna go hang out with the comedians. This is good for my career. These guys are from. It's like, okay, you rather hang out with two guys than get laid. I'm like, yeah. See, I'm not 25. Like that's not gonna work. Like I'm not gonna go all the way to your house just to get laid when I like I'm having fun. But like sure. some people don't understand that it's like you don't have patience for that bullshit, and they're like, just lose my number. It's like, okay, I, I will. Like, I right, don't, the drama, the, yeah, yeah, like the I don't guilting have any, or the shaming. Yeah, I don't have any patience for any of that drama or any and and that and maybe there's a healthy amount that you need um, to to move forward, and maybe maybe it's unhealthy to be not put up Do with you, any drama. You know, like. So when Aziz did the Chicago theater is when he was doing, he had just wrote Modern Romance. And I told you this joke, but he had a joke. It was 2014. And he he alluded to him being single his whole set. But then at the end, he talked about how he met someone. And she was a chef. It was a woman he was with for a while until they broke up or whatever. And she was a chef and all this stuff. And he talked about his how he now was the guy who puts on the sweatpants and once the sweatpants are on like he's not going out and his boys who are like his wingmen would text him like dude come on like let's go yeah. out and he's like honestly i'm so happy now that i'm in my sweatpants than going out with you all night and watching you struggle 
Yeah. But but that's that's also like the flip side. Like if you don't go on the apps, if you don't go like on a proper date, you're a guy, you're going out and like it's a struggle cuz like drink here, loud bar, talking there, your friends are like meet this person and it's it's a lot of work. Where's on your soul? Where's on wears, your soul? It does. It wears on you, I imagine. It it does. Well, yeah, I mean, there's there's that and and there's just that I, I think when you get older and you and I have a similar background, but like when I was younger, like getting laid was important. Like you wanted to get laid a lot. Sure. Like when you're older, you're just like, eh, it's like I'm not. And Ahmed Ahmed has a joke, a comedian friend of mine where he's like dating a younger girl and he's just like, she's like, come on, let's do this. Let's go. And he's like, I'll just you just go. I'll catch up later. Like, <laughs> that's how I feel sometimes where I'm like, ah, like, I don't want to do like 20 things to like to impress somebody but i mean if you really like someone maybe you'll like plan the times to be in the elevator when they're walking their dog like you did so i yeah i mean i <laughs> I, I want to find someone but it used to be this thing that would consume me like especially yeah. when you see all your friends get engaged and like i felt like you know not to sound sexist i felt like the 26 year old girl who's freaking out like my friends are getting engaged i need to get engaged right or the girls now who are like 30 but like i felt that way and now i'm just kind of like eh Everything's going to work out. Yeah. That's healthier. I I think it's healthier to know yourself, you know. That's how I feel. How are so when did you start when when did you start dating? How old were you like when you started dating like in high school? Dude, I was You were a late bloomer too, right? They used to call they used to call me lover boy because I would get so attached to girls, like write them notes, cry. I remember that about you. I was like remember Blessed Union of Souls? Yeah, like for band. music yeah I would like sit in the bridge by my parents park and like listen to him and like cry about a girl who didn't <laughs> like me and my dad would like yell at me he's like what's wrong with you I'm like dad this girl thought she liked me she gave this other guy this note he's like you're in seventh grade <laughs> and I'm like Wait. I'm like what you understand he's like you don't understand he's like you're gonna go through puberty and you're gonna be big and girls are gonna like you and I'm like what is that to do? like what am I gonna do about Jill like you don't understand like Jill won't respond to me and that's when you had a landline and, like, people can only talk when you're in seventh grade during certain hours. So you'd ask your parents not to pick up the phone because you thought they were going to call. <laughs> and my parents, would they would placate me. They're like, okay, like, we're not going to. They were listening the whole time probably. I, when I was in high school, I went to Hinsdale Central. But then Hinsdale South was a crosstown high school. But that's where all the girls that liked me were because I would put hair gel in my hair. And everybody else <laughs> would wear, like, college hats. And they were just the Hinsdale kids were different. And I went to a feeder school that went to the other school. But my parents knew – Hinsdale Central is better academically, so they forced me to go there. Same problem. Like, nobody, like, I felt like nobody wanted to date me. Like, I didn't have my confidence. I did as a class clown and, like, getting in trouble, but my way to escape it was laughter. I was like, if I can be funnier than everybody else, then girls will eventually see me. And then in high or college, I met a girl. We dated for, like, a year and a half, two years. She was a good influence on me because I got really good grades. She was, like, very motivating. And I was going to like a two-year junior college where it was like a college prep, but you get college credit. And she'd like wake me up for class and like, but she was cheating on me the whole time. Oh, no. Like I found out later. like With one guy or multiple guys? Or? There was this Cuban swimmer guy who like, you, I couldn't believe she cheated on me with him. But like he had like, he had like, you know, you have the tail in the back when you're the swimmer. Like he had one just in the front. Like that was it. What do you mean and tail? So His hair? Yeah. You know, like the rat tail? Yeah. But he had one like in the front and he shaved the rest of his head for like swimming season. It was super weird. <laughs> and I was like a good looking guy. I was like, you know, like I weighed less, like people liked me. Like I, it's just this girl. 
she Sandra. Your- she was like, she's like, no, she's like, you know, it's not what you think. <laughs> so I went to the guy. I went to the dorm. The guy was a year older, his sophomore swimming dorm, and I tricked him. I was like, I know everything. <laughs> she told me, just tell me. He's like, man, just one night she sucked my dick. And I'm like, no. And then I started crying. Went there. I was like, why would you suck his dick? And she's like, you don't understand. I'm like, I do. I'm your boyfriend. Like we were at your dad's house in Antioch two oh, weeks ago. Oh, so God. I was just like crying. I took her back right away. I was just like, whatever oh. you say. She did that to me three times. Same, Same guy. Yeah. And I was like, loyal. No, different guy. Baseball player, swimmer. <laughs> Wow. Guys, I should have been on sports. I was in the drama club. Maybe she was part of the training yeah. sessions. So oh, no, of- it gets worse. So sophomore year, I was on a theater scholarship there at Lincoln College. And I was in the plays or whatever. But I would never get the lead. One time I did. In sophomore year, she's like, I'm going to do it. And I was like, well, she was like one of the prettier girls on campus. It was a campus of 600. Like, and there were like five girls that like were the prettier ones. And I gravitated towards her. And... um. I was like, you can't just do it. Like, you know, I like I I was in plays in high school. Life, yeah. Like, you know, like I, I'm in drama. Like, you don't like she's like, I'm just gonna try it. <laughs> she gets the lead, I didn't get casted. And then there's like a scene where she has to she makes out with the oh other guy and he's a townie there who's twenty seven and like he's been recruited by <laughs> Juilliard, but he had a heroin problem and now he's back. And like everyone's like, How do you feel about that scene? I'm like, I haven't seen it yet. They're like, oh, you should go. Like my buddy who's in the dress rehearsal. And then Man, this is crazy that she did all this stuff. So she's like straddling and making out with them for like a ten minute scene. Like and I'm like it felt like ten minutes, it was probably like thirty seconds. And I'm front row at a play I'm not casted by, like trying to support my girlfriend who just went out on a limb and got the lead. And now she's lark, and now yeah. she's famous. Now she it's Den- it's she Denise married, so she she married a guy who married his high school sweetheart and they were having an affair. Oh my um, God, this woman sounds they, like drama, yeah. They were having man. an affair, and they ended up getting like he left his high school sweetheart, and they have two kids, and like they're married. She's not on social media because I just want to be like, why'd you do that to me? <laughs> <laughs> like, but her sister, her sister wow. follows me. Her sister follows me, and they also would make fun of my name, Bobak, and they, they they'd call me Boo Boo. And her sister follows me, and she's like, Boo Boo. She's like, we look at your status updates. They're so funny. But she never says my sister does. And I want to be like, dude, your sister cheated on me like 20 times. <laughs> oh, man. Broke all my acting dreams. Um, but, yeah. And then when I got to U of I, I was like in a frat, and I just thought I was cool, and I worked in a bar. Which bar? And, I'm sorry. Um, I'm like, <laughs> Cochran's, which we became so funny. Yeah. CEOs, yep. and then I didn't work at Cam's. Paul was a DJ at Cam's, allegedly. <laughs> I don't know. I, I was. Um, no one would brag about that. They still, were they still doing the buckets Clyborne? of beer on uh, yeah. Fridays? Yeah, right. What I played at Clyborne. Patty would know as, I think, would she know Bubs? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Okay, so Bubs Bubba became Pizza. Station, and I worked at Station. Okay. Um, which is now called Red Lion. Yeah. And, I was just uh, there for a show a couple weeks cool. ago. Cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, because your cousin lives there. But, yeah, so I... I think when I got to be 24, 25, I got out of my lover boy stage. Lover like, boy. because I would She probably s- helped you out of it. A yeah, bit, but yes. I would get, like, super attached and, you know, like, I would always go after the most unattainable people, too. And ones that you shouldn't be with. Like, the wrong people. And going to a different town helps your confidence. You have to be a new person, too. Yeah. Like sort of, your, your horizons broaden. Yeah. High school was rough for me. I mean, I was friends with all the guys and stuff, but I know girls, like, made out with me or anything but when we start hanging out you're the one who told me like i actually you this is the one time i'll give you credit you you really <laughs> improved my life because i met paul 
I'm 25. I was like a nightclub promoter, but I wasn't like a nightclub promoter that like the 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 like stereotypical ones of like the guys with the tattoos that do all the drugs and stuff. Like just I, the guy I with had the a, hair gel, just <laughs> hair gel, and I had a good business where I we would book these birthday parties, like a hundred people a month, yeah, it's a good and we place them. And Paul talked to me about my good scam. He was a lawyer, and then he tried to scam me with his high retainer. I'm like, I'm not doing it. <laughs> like you're you're a tool, and we became friends. And I would get so drunk, like five nights a week, and I was like sixty pounds more than I am now. And Paul's like, "Hey, man, like, you, you know, slow down." He's like, "Getting this drunk and like, you know, eating so much." And no girls were talking to me for like three years. Like, I but I just thought it was cool because like I had this business and I was like doing well. And he's like, "You should try comedy." And then I signed up for Second City you made because me of him. Join it with you. And we joined it together, and Paul wanted to join. Not because he's interested in comedy, because he wanted to meet girls. Oh, I did not <laughs> That's know that. That's true. I joined it because you said you go, you'll only join if I join. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'll just do it. Yeah. And uh, and I did stand up for the first time at Shoe Bus when yeah. Bob was. Payless. Yeah, was yeah. doing it at the open mic. All right. Well, we are out of time. We don't want to talk about our, our history of this has <laughs> Next time. With dating, other than unless you and I are going to start date. Uh, Aww. <laughs> Patty, thanks so much for coming on. Chris, Thank where you. can people find out about you online uh, for your upcoming shows? And- the best way to find out about me is to follow me on Instagram. It's C-H-R-I-S-B-A-D-E-R, at Chris Bader. Why would you spell out Chris? You could have just said Chris. Some I mean, well, I said Ballsack earlier. I don't oh, want to confuse yeah. the audience on everything. Yeah, Ballsack yeah. sounds a lot like C-R-I-S. Well, there's, there's K's with Chris's. See, I agree. Thanks, Patty. Thanks. Mm-hmm. I had my back the whole time. <laughs> Same. Thanks for coming on, Chris. I appreciate it. We want thanks to have for you. having me. We're going to have to have you come back again. Patty, thanks as always. My pleasure. For being the voice of reason. And mm-hmm. Mike, for making us sound great. That's another episode of Singles Only Podcast. Good night. Ooh.